There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Happy Friday, everybody. It's December 1st. I'm John Weigel here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla and Mark Dent, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. The meat of today's story burger lies within McDonald's today as the company begins to test a new sci-fi restaurant concept in Illinois called Cosmics. But what's the idea behind this voyage? Before we land on that, let's get you up to speed with everything else making headlines in the world of business and tech today. First things first, OpenAI has officially hired Sam Altman back as its CEO. I know, riveting. It also assembled a new board of directors, which includes a seat for Microsoft as a non-voting member, which totally doesn't reek of a babysitter. Now onto some potential future Sam Altman's. The Forbes 30 under 30 list dropped this week and came with a new category called the Hall of Shame, where Forbes acknowledges its previous nominees that didn't exactly live up to their hype. The list kicks off with Sam Bankman-Fried and Mark from what I've heard, you have some experience with Forbes 30 under 30. Is that right? I was never chosen for it, believe it or not. But back when I was under 30, they were just starting it out in like 2014, 2015. I worked as a reporter in Philadelphia and there was just so much hype because they were having their summit in Philadelphia. And Randall Lane, who was like the editor of Forbes, was talking it up about how this was going to be like this huge thing for like nightlife. (laughs) It's such a meme now, basically, to where 30 under 30 has become something you want to avoid. But the promise and potential that it had in this slightly earlier era of millennials being under 30. It was really something. (laughs) I like the uh, nightlife angle that he went with. That's very interesting to me. Yeah, exactly. He just was like, this is going to do wonders for nightlife in Philadelphia. (laughs) So I don't think it did for the record. (laughs) Next up, we talked about some news from the land. Let's get to news from the sea. Red Lobster's endless shrimp promotion worked a bit too well for the company. The restaurant's parent company, Thai Union, said that the $20 deal was a key reason behind the chain's $11 million loss in Q3 of 2023. So, Juliet and Mark, do you have any thoughts on endless shrimp, maybe problems that it could cause for the environment, or just general thoughts about the idea of eating shrimp forever at a Red Lobster? <laughs> I never really thought about endless shrimp. It seems like eventually there must be an end to the shrimp. Well, it's kind of been like a slow boil, and that is not intended to be a pun, at least not fully. (laughs) But there was this really interesting graph that I was looking at the other day from Charter that they got from the USDA, and it shows that shrimp consumption and shellfish consumption, I suppose, has gone up substantially since the 90s. I mean, we're talking almost nearly double the amount consumed in the U.S. 30 years ago. And it has to do with all kinds of different trade laws changing that led to this huge influx of cheap shrimp. Hmm. And I think that now we're seeing the peak or whatever of this cheap shrimp era, perhaps. I guess, but maybe it won't be any longer since it did cost the Red Lobster $11 million. Right. So I guess bad move on their part. But, you know, you have chains like Olive Garden who do endless pasta. You got endless breadsticks there. Fridays and Applebee's interchange the endless apps every once in a while. It seems to work out all right for them. So... I don't know. Maybe shrimp is just too expensive. 
All right. Next up in social media news, TikTok launched artist accounts with new tools to help musicians with engagement and discoverability. The update comes as the app continues to push into the streaming sector after launching TikTok Music. I think this has big potential to take a lot of shares away from Twitch in the streaming sector, who does a similar thing with music, but TikTok with having actual DMCA rights access to the music. It could be a big boon for TikTok here. Next, in Cyber Monday news, shoppers dropped $12.4 billion, which is up 9.6% year over year per Adobe Analytics, indicating that despite some inflation, consumers will still spend on a deal and Cyber Monday is still, I guess, an annual holiday for some reason. But that's not it, everybody. You're not the only one emptying your wallet this time of year. Google agreed to pay Canadian news outlets about $100 million per year to comply with a new law requiring tech platforms to pay for news links that they share. Meta previously decided to block news for Canadian users. So Google's losing a lot of money paying for Canadian news outlets, apparently. And speaking of Meta, it may launch Threads, its Twitter rival, in the EU next month. To comply with some regulations, Meta might have to offer view-only mode that allows people who don't want to create a profile to still browse posts. So don't worry, EU. You will also get threads. Congratulations. (laughs) Now, on to our main story of the day, which I'm super excited to get into. Looks like McDonald's is going to be testing out a new sci-fi-themed restaurant concept Juliet, what's the story here? What's the sci-fi tea? Well, we don't know a lot about this restaurant necessarily. So someone had seen it and they uh, were taking pictures. It almost looks like they were taking pictures like a private investigator, like from a distance, which is very exciting. But basically, we learned over the summer that McDonald's is going to have a spinoff restaurant called Cosmic. That's C-O-S capital M lowercase c. Very clever, obviously. And it turns out Cosmic is a forgotten mascot, much like Grimace or the Hamburglar. He was a character that appeared in the late 80s, early 90s in a couple of commercials. If you want to watch the commercial, go right ahead. It's on YouTube. He basically lands in McDonald land. He tries to trade with Ronald McDonald and Grimace. His trades are bad. They teach him how to share hamburgers and fries and apparently become good friends. Such good friends, in fact, that later it seems like the commercials indicate that Cosmic franchises McDonald's out in space and they go to like a fly through and somehow this little like metal hand gives them a burger. Their eyes are not sucked out of their face by the vacuum of space. So I don't know how that works from a physics perspective, but that seems to be the Cosmic story. And then he was also in a video game very briefly. There was a McDonald's video game that I didn't even know about that came out in 1992. And then Cosmic kind of disappeared until now. And for some reason... When McDonald's was like, let's have a spinoff restaurant, they were like, yeah, and let's have Cosmic be the guy. Wow. It's not the Hamburglers. It's not Grimaces. It's Cosmics. It's Cosmics. A new character. Have you ever seen an image of Cosmics, by the way? I just looked it up. Yes, I did. He is a little orange alien. He's got antenna. He's got many hands. His space suit is also his spaceship. He kind of tucks into it like a turtle. (laughs) It's very kind of mystery science theater-esque cute is what I could equate it to the best. I think he has like four or five arms to hand burgers with. I'm assuming that's what they're for. Yeah, I couldn't count all the arms. It felt like maybe as many as six. (laughs) It seems to be an odd choice to resurrect that character of all of them. And that leads me to our next big question, which is what does this sci-fi theme have to do with the restaurant itself? Seemingly nothing. We learned over the summer that McDonald's during the Q2 earnings call, the CEO was like, hey, we're going to have a small format concept. It's going to have the DNA of a McDonald's. 
but its own unique personality. I'm guessing the personality is this whole cosmic thing. And then not much else was made clear. What we do know is that it appears to be drive-through delivery centric focus. So not a big dining room. That was something McDonald's learned they didn't need anymore after the growth of delivery and of course, online ordering and pickups that emerged during the pandemic. So it seems like it's going to exist for people to just grab and go. And the menu, based on these photographs of this intrepid uh, <laughs> sleuth got for us, it looks like it's almost done in Illinois. It's like about to open. It looks like breakfast. It's a lot of breakfast food. It's breakfast sandwiches, desserts, many espresso, coffee, tea type drinks that seem like they're very sugary, like a churro latte, which... I might not be above drinking, to be honest. I don't think I am either. I I fall to the Starbucks eggnog latte every year, and I don't even drink coffee. Mm -hmm. So that tells you something. Fair enough. Well, it's barely coffee at Mm, this point. (laughs) It's mostly sugar, as I imagine this chill latte. So it's all a little confusing because it's like, okay, this seems like a Panera Bread, Starbucks kind of competitor. In the morning, you want to get a breakfast sandwich, you want to get a latte, you want to get on with your day, you're going to be driving through or you're ordering, some DoorDash driver is going to be driving through and bringing it to your office because you've gotten everyone at work at Shira Latte, you're the hero of the day. It's also next to an existing McDonald's. So it seems like, okay, it's cool that these things go hand in hand. What I am not putting together is what this has to do with an extraterrestrial from outer space. That is what I'm not putting together here. It doesn't seem like generally anything. I, I even thought like the churro latte. I mean, it sounds good, but I was surprised they call it a churro latte. You would think they would call it yeah. like, I don't know, like a, a mixed spacey or something silly like that, you know? Yeah. I didn't see any of the space theming on this menu board. I mean, does the outside of the restaurant, it, at least to my view, it didn't even appear to look very spacey either. Mm-mm. I don't see it in any way. No, I mean, it's a dark navy blue and it's got yellow lettering and there's kind of some yellow square thing on it. Maybe those could be stars, but yeah, it's, I don't it's very know. subtle. It's, it's kind of reading Goodyear blimp instead of yeah. Cosmic Restaurant. But yeah, fascinating that they chose this character and then didn't really follow up with it. But I mean, it is early. Maybe they are just kind of testing it out at a location and seeing what it's mm-hmm. like. Maybe somebody's working on the interior design on the back end. Who knows? Yeah, I think it's important to know that this is a pilot. It seems to be taking place inside of what used to be a Boston market. It's right next to an existing McDonald's. So, you know, maybe they're just trying it out. I don't know how many other test locations there are. This one in Illinois seems to be the one that people are spotting, but we'll see. I just feel like, have you ever driven from like California to Las Vegas and stopped at Alien Fresh Jerky and Baker? I actually never have. That is a sci-fi themed experience. (laughs) I will have to know this for next time. Alien fresh jerky. Whoa. Yeah. And before the pandemic, they said they were going to make an entire alien theme motel to go next to the beef jerky shop. And they're building it. Oh, my God. But I don't think it's open yet. That is absolutely fascinating. I got to check that out at some point. I'm not in California nearly as often as I should be, apparently. True. Also, I believe that you did note that there are other fast food spinoffs like this that have existed in the past. Do you know of one? Yeah, my favorite one that I read about was Kentucky Roast Beef and Ham. (laughs) In the 1960s, Kentucky Fried Chicken was like, what if we added our 11 herbs and spices to other meats? And they ran a pilot in Las Vegas and people liked it. It was just kind of a cost thing where it turns out making good roast beef was more difficult and more expensive than anticipated. And then the roast beef sandwich was a lot more expensive than like the chicken dinner that you could get with all the sides at a regular KFC. So that only lasted two years, but it seemed like it was not a terrible idea in terms of the food you ate. It was just a cost thing. Hmm. I wonder how Arby's does it with all that roast beef. That's a great question. I know people that work at Arby's and they've offered to tell me and I don't want to know because 
I want to be able to enjoy Arby's the one time a year I go there. <laughs> I've heard stories and uh, have not substantiated them. So I, I will also refrain from <laughs> discussing how they do it. Thank you. Great. No Arby's slander here, but that's going to do it for us today, everybody. Thank you all for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you are not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we will catch you next week. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.